Hi everyone, on this episode I will be discussing the past, the present and the future of the industry, the way that things have evolved over the last 12 years since I have been doing lashes and if I think the industry actually has a chance to survive or sustain its, I guess, creative flair with a price that is not something that's super cheap to charge others. When I started 12 years ago, it was a brand new industry. Not many people knew about anything, that the education was very poor. But over the, I would say, four or five years that I really got into it, it started evolving and it started to become quite, because it was new, you know, like a really fashionable thing. There was some overseas trainers coming to visit Australia, for example. I'm sure it was the same overseas as well. And it was like a really cool thing to, you know, train with overseas people, international masters, and really teach yourself those skills. It was really an incredible time where everyone wanted to be better. They wanted to have the most knowledge they could possibly possess and being able to travel and, and train with as many different masters as you possibly could. Whereas today, I feel it has definitely changed a lot. There's a lot of new people because of social media that are just training themselves with a video here and there, TikToks, YouTube. And the thing is, they are not really at fault. The people that are at fault are the people that are sharing the content, the people that are the so-said trainers that haven't really even done lashes very many years themselves. I only started training others uh, about six years in, 2016. I did my training and assessment certificate. I trained with many different people. I, I studied how to be a good trainer and coach. However, these days, Everyone thinks only because they're doing lashes and they're holding a pair of tweezers, they can teach others how to do it. However, they don't have the background, they don't have the knowledge or the experience in lashes as well as a trainer to actually go ahead and try and teach others a skill. It's not just about teaching a skill, it's about teaching the correct skill. That is the problem that I have. And this is what's really quite damaging, I feel, at the moment. People not really taking care our flash health is the biggest problem. We see those huge 16 to 20, 30D sets online, mega volume. TikTok has them constantly. If you just go in mega volume, there's a lot of these beautiful dark ladies with these crazy looking lashes. That's not sustainable. They won't be wearing them for very long because their natural lash health will be damaged. And it's not just those ladies, it's everywhere. It is incredibly frustrating to see this as a trainer but let's see and discuss and and come up with I guess a solution well, I don't know if it's going to be a solution but at least an idea of how we can kind of counter that counteract that I know that a lot of trainers are listening to my podcast as well a lot of the OGs big shout out to you <laughs> make sure you share this so as many people as possible can get onto this bandwagon I was thinking to create a hashtag, Save Lash Artistry, because it has come completely, you know, full circle. It has not, it's not the same as it used to be. So what I'm hoping to achieve, not only with this podcast, but in the future with the hashtag Save Lash Artistry, 
is to get back to basics and try and teach everybody that we can reach online, whether they are a beginner or advanced, on correct lash health application. It has to go back to basics. It can't continue with crazy 22D on TikTok that are 22 mil long. It has to go back to natural lash health and teaching the right way and sharing that content across the globe and not just for your followers, but trying to, you know, collaborate with other lash makers, other lash artists, other lash trainers that have been in the industry and they want to do the right thing by this industry. So how can we do this? Well, everyone can do their part by educating their clients, sharing good and bad lash work. Maybe you've having like um, a little collage of good versus bad lashes and sharing what can happen if you apply heavy lashes on someone for too long for like a year or two and showing that before and after of the lash health deteriorating beginners don't know that these days because everyone is a trainer now and those trainers are not good some of them are very few of them are and they don't know any better so again like i said in the beginning it's not their fault if they don't know and they haven't been taught properly they don't know that there is a follicle where the lash grows out that can be scarred it can be damaged it can scar up and not produce a healthy lash anymore if we continue this there will be crazy looking people running around with well not the people but the crazy looking lashes running around and one day those people will not have any lashes left i am very surprised to see clients of my own as well that are coming to me initially with these um, enormous and horrible lashes and they go look something is not quite right it's hurting a little bit they're not lasting long and when I work out they kind of just seem to flop around they seem to twist is this normal hell no it's not normal <laughs> and those of you that are listening know that that's not normal and if you didn't now you do it is paramount that we go back to basic teachings of lash health. Something that I have in our beginners courses online as well as in person is to teach about lash health levels. I have photos from a very lash, a very healthy lash person to someone who has very weak lashes and everything in between. And then I give them different lash health levels, starting with very, very strong natural lashes being a level one, they can easily carry 0.15 lashes and then I convert that into volume which is up to 0.07 and 4D, 0.05 and 9D and so on. Yeah, I have pictures I describe what people can use. Then I have the next picture which is a like a medium kind of lash person, two strong lashes, someone who can healthily carry 0.12 and then again I convert it into volume. And then it goes to level three, four, and five. Five being the least wearable lash person. Someone who should really go onto a serum. This is not something that I see implemented in very many trainings, unfortunately. So how do your students know from the beginning what they can actually healthily apply? I always say it's a little bit of a, I guess, hit and miss sometimes. You know, it's about pushing the boundaries and seeing how your client reacts to certain lashes by them coming back and you're doing a refill but i think if you don't even have the knowledge up front you don't know what you're going to follow 
people are going to take a stab in the blind, a stab, what is it called, stab in the dark, and they wouldn't know what they can even start with. And that's when they go to TikTok or YouTube and say, oh, well, I, I can't remember what my teacher told me. They didn't really specify, here's a natural lash, what can I use on it? So something that we could start training our students and um, in educating them for lash health is to actually have pictures of different lash types and telling them what you can use on those people healthily. What you can also do is describe how to measure a natural lash and the thickness. So the way that I do tell them, if you want to know what you can apply on that person is grab one of their natural lashes, one that's kind of the medium range of lashes that they have, like one of the most um, common lashes, I guess. If you look at someone, not everybody has super strong lashes everywhere. There's always baby lashes in between. There's always some finer ones. So go with the stronger ones and then grab a lash out of your tray, hold it right next to that isolated natural lash and see how it compares. If the thickness is the same thickness as the natural lash, then you can use that on the client. If the natural lash is a 0.15 diameter, you can safely use that on the client, yeah? And you can go like three mil longer. If the lash is even thicker, the natural lash, you can use that thickness and go even longer. And then again, you need to see when the client comes back for a refill, if this is something that's sustainable. Because sometimes people look like they have strong lashes, but they're actually quite porous and we don't know that beforehand. So yes, sometimes it's just trying it out and see what sticks physically. <laughs> um, if you have someone coming in and you hold a 0.15 lash next to their natural lashes to kind of measure if it's the same diameter and the synthetic lash actually looks thicker, do not use it. Go and try and match it up. We don't want to go double thickness. We want to go the, the same diameter, same thickness or less. And then we can go three mil longer or longer than that if the natural lash is even thicker. This is the best way on how we can start training our students on how to measure natural lashes and how many mils we can go longer as well. So please, if you are an educator, start implementing this kind of thing in your own trainings and make sure people know what they can and can't use. I feel it starts with this very, very basic first step in training and showing them pictures of horrible lash work and showing them what can happen if these lash health levels are not abided by because if people don't have lashes anymore we cannot lash them we do not have a business anymore so please start with the education and if you're listening to this and you're not a trainer try this out with your client next time and see what happens. Like always take photos for your records. You don't have to share them on social media. If your clients are not comfortable, if you're doing that, take a picture of someone's natural lashes before and then every six months or so and see if it changes. Because if it gets worse, you are too heavy handed with the lashes. All right. So again, where do I think the industry is going? That totally is depending on where people learn and what is being educated. So hashtag save the lash artistry or save lash artistry, I think is something that I'm going to start implementing. You'll be seeing it online. You'll be seeing more educational content on social media that I'm not just educating, you know, my clients, but I'm ed actually educating the trainers. That's where it starts. 
Take care, everyone, wherever you are in the world, and I will hear you on the next episode.